0: Welcome everybody to episode 3, depending on how we release these, of Lore and Poor. That's right, it's the podcast that's bringing you all of the drunk Dungeons & Dragons lore that you never knew you needed in your life. Today I'm joined with a very, very special guest. The creator of the one and only planet-destroying, god-killing monster, that's right, the most feared creature in Dungeons & Dragons history, the Tarrasque. Jeremy Fair, Jeremy Fair, welcome to the show.
1: You know, I, I figured it was a matter of time. I mean, after all, I did create literally the strongest creature that has ever existed on the Material Plane. Ever.
0: <laughs> Jeremy, you're kind of a dick, to be
1: honest, for making this thing. What were you thinking? I mean... I just felt like I have the power, so why not? <laughs> What's the point of having unlimited power if I don't use it? That
0: is true. That is true. Uh, so, Jeremy, before we get into the uh, different questions submitted by our audience for the world destroyer that is the Tarrasque, uh what are you drinking tonight, Jeremy?
1: I am drinking on some of that uh, Monday Night Brewing Company none other than the blind pirate blood orange IPA we're looking at 5.6% here folks and i'm not i'm going to be honest with you this is like number 6
0: i'm going to be honest with you i'm not much of a beer drinker but holy cow that actually sounds very good the blind pirate you called it
1: um well that's what they called it <laughs> you get that little bitterness of an IPA but it it kind of tastes like like a fruit juice Mixed with beer. That's kind of how it tastes. Like it tastes like alcoholic beer orange juice. That's great.
0: That actually sounds, yeah, that sounds right up my alley. See, I am drinking, of course, uh, one and only uh, Kettle One mixed with some Diet Mound Dews and some Diet Coke. So Dirty Dews and Together? Dirty Coke. Uh, well, it was, it was ma- Diet Mound Dews earlier in the night. So this now is like
1: I- an alcoholic suicide? You're taking it back to third grade, but then you're mixing kettle one.
0: Yes, yeah, yeah. It's the it's the it's the kettle one that does it, and um, it's uh, bad news all around, to be honest. Um, so we will see how we get through this interview. I am very excited about it, and I am very excited to have all these questions prepared for you because as a D and D enthusiast, I want to know. Is a player, like I'm I'm excited to get all these background details about the Tarask that uh a lot of people don't know, a lot of people have never asked before, and uh maybe by the end of this interview, if somebody's listening and they're a player in a campaign, they know that a Tarask is coming up, maybe you'll uh you'll get a little uh inside peek to how to defeat that. But we're not gonna start off with anything like that. No. We're gonna start off with Hey Jeremy. What are the physical characteristics of a Tarsque?
1: All right. So, you know, you're outside your house, right? And a house is pretty tall. 20., it's pretty tall, yeah. maybe 20, 25 feet. A tarasque is at minimum 50 feet tall. So at least at least twice the height of a two-story house.
0: Now what if it's a ranch?
1: That's all right. We're not counting the basement. Is that five? We're not counting the basement. Imagine two ranches, because we're not counting the basement. Two stories above ground, that's about 22 feet. So four ranches. More than double that. That's how (sighs) tall it is. Now it's 70 feet long. (laughs) This is one creature. It is literally about twice the size of your house. And I figured, I mean, why not? I have an unlimited power. Um, On top of that, it's got scales all over its body, most of which are extremely proficient at being able to deflect any sort of damage. Um, If you're not attacking it with magic, it's going to do nothing at all. And if it is magic, it's going to do a little bit. It's got these massive spikes on it that are large enough to destroy vehicles, buildings, and, I mean, these things are all over its body, like this massive spine of spikes going from its head all the way down to its tail and then it has this massive maw that can devour just about anything. I mean, this thing feeds on entire populations and then it rests for, you know, centuries before awakening again to devour, once again, just entire populations of of beings at a time. So this thing is pretty impressive.
0: So it looks like a big...
1: Scaly. How many? Like how many legs, arms? We talking? It's quadrupedal, so so it's it's on two legs. It's got two big legs, and it's got two more arms, kind of like hanging. Imagine like a a a Tyrannosaurus Rex.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Much, much more terrifying. It's also got these tiny little eyes, but it doesn't rely on them at all. They're so small; it, it might they might as well not exist. It senses everything by this just like strong aura of magic that completely surrounds it like there is no hiding it, 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 it essentially has blind sight at all times up to I mean about a thousand feet what does it even get the eyes for exactly it's just kind of an evolutionary anomaly that hasn't uh, erased itself yet
0: sure sure you just wanted to make it more spooky looking like a spider right
1: kinda I mean I did want it to kind of be like a spider but I thought the webs would be a little too much.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's true. That is a very creepy image of this tarrasque. Uh But where do
1: the tarasque come from? A plane? A god? Well, the Tarasque exists on the material plane. And it is... I mean, it, it, it is, because, you know, I made it. I know. It is the most terrifying creature to have ever existed or will ever exist on the material plane. And on top of that, legends have been written about this thing. I mean, I've created such an amazing creature that entire cultures have based their whole religious belief off of this thing. It is known as the destroyer. Um, It is the bringer of destruction, but in some cultures it's even known as the bringer of new life because everyone knows that after something's destroyed... You can only rebuild. Um, so for a lot of people, they even look at it as a way to kind of reset the world. But um, unfortunately for a lot of the beings on this earth, it does exist on this plane, the material plane. And uh, when it's slumbering, which usually lasts decades, hopefully centuries, but it, it likes to sleep in the very core of this earth because only the, the very immense heat of the center of the of the planet of torel can provide it with enough warmth to to allow it to you know sleep snugly but once it becomes uncomfortable or hungry it awakens again and that's to the peril of every civilization on the planet
0: Oof! That's oh man, that's gonna spiderweb me to a dozen of my questions. You really uh, like spiderwebs? I don't know. Why. I really, I'm really into the spider theme. I think my, the next Lauren poor, er, Lauren poor, <laughs> pardon me, is gonna be needed. Uh, need to be like dryders or giant spiders or something.
1: And the terras could destroy all of them in moments.
0: I know. I feel like I, I maybe all uh,
1: nothing. I would just I would just ah. devour them the tarasque would just devour her
0: I may be pulling out the tarasque a little bit too early in the the, the show in the season oh no
1: it's a fair it's a fair warning I mean that's what when if you don't follow the rules that the gods set forth the tarasque will be unleashed upon you so it's only fair we're just letting them know like these are the rules follow them or be destroyed this question might
0: get I don't know might get a little dirty uh, how are Tersque or tarrasque, uh born?
1: Alright, I mean, I knew you were going to get dirty, but I didn't know we were getting filthy. <laughs> if you really want to, I mean, how much detail do you want here? I We don't need,
0: like, insertion. We need to sign
1: some consent
0: forms. We don't need, like, smut uh, play-by-text, but just, like, a high-level, how are born? All right. well, Tarrasque born?
1: Alright, well, Turesque is... See, your first mistake was putting the S on there. Because it's not plural. That's right. There is only one, Tarasque. It is the only creature that has the identification of Titan, because it's not a god. It is a Titan. Is above gods. Its strength is so immense that Lolth or uh, Giselberg or any other god that you can think of, Tiamat, none of them can stand up to the creation of this Terrace, and yet the gods are the ones who created it, because it is the watchdog Hmm. of the gods.
0: So the gods created it. That's how it was born, or made, created.
1: More or less. In In the beginning of the existence of the world sphere, basically all the gods got together and they decided that there needs to be some sort of creature they can unleash upon the material plane so that they can avoid, you know, involving themselves with the daily interactions of the material plane because that's below them. But, I mean, obviously, they made people in reflections of themselves. And the only reason we have desires and envies and things like that is because the gods made us in reflection of themselves. And of course, they want to. Secretly behind the scenes, you know, gain some advantage here or there. So they release this Terrasque as a Titan, as this creature to unleash havoc upon the world so they can keep their hands clean, when in reality, they're just trying to get their hands in every little pocket they can. So you can think of the Terrasque as, uh... It's kind of like the thing that comes knocking at your door when you piss the gods off. Fortunately, me, being the creator of the Terrasque. I don't have to worry about being judged by the gods
0: So if if When when the gods make A Tarasque And this might be This might not be a, a relevant question because How long does it take for A to grow up Or does it just Do the gods just create it like poof It's a big old Tarasque?
1: You know that's actually up to speculation As you Probably don't know time and space is only um, subject to mortals. Gods don't have to, you know, think about such things, as time and space is just one of the many elements of their complex existence. But, if you really want to dive into things, the deep core of a star in the world of the realm space, which, of course, is the galaxy where Terrell exists, a terask is what they call the very core of a star and over hundreds of thousands of millions of years, it becomes a star that can eventually spawn a galaxy. Many believe that it is not the birth of a Tarrasque that creates the star, but the death of a terask. that its power is so immense that upon destruction, not only does it destroy everything around it, but it eventually over an immense amount of time creates a new star and within its own destruction creates a new galaxy so your question is odd because it's not so much as if someone created the Tarrasque but the Tarrasque also creates everything as if it's in some sort of eternal loop I mean after all it is it is the thing that binds the material plane to the primordial plane to the plane of the eternal to the plane of the gods
0: yeah uh, honestly it seems like the Tarrasque is a lot Bigger of a cog in the overall machinery of the uh, Planerscape that I expected. Um, so, with with its overall immenseness and us, you know, we keep calling it a Terrasque, but I'm sure it has an actual name, right? Do you know what its actual name is? Like, it's not just called Terrasque, right?
1: Well, it's not a Tarask; it is the Tarask. The Tarask, like, it but probably, it probably been been has a name, right? Well, it's been called by many names. The Devourer, the Destroyer, the Renewer. But, like, if it had a friend, what would its friend call it? I mean, it likes to go by a lot of things, like Alvacal, or Shiklesne, but, um, Kyle is usually a pretty common Kyle. Yeah, Kyle. Kyle, the just for okay. short, because you know, like you can only you can only put so many characters into like your phone and stuff. So, like Kyle is better than like and all that stuff. So it's just easier to pronounce. Totally agree, and
0: I very much like that. I could maybe call it Kyle from now on instead of Trask. Um, well,
1: maybe if you're like really good friends, like did it invite you to its bar mitzvah? If it didn't, mm, probably avoid Kyle.
0: Right, but like me, like just. Like talking about it to you, the creator, I can, I can call it Kyle, right?
1: I mean, you can, yeah, you can certainly try.
0: I mean, it's, <laughs> it's not going to like come and eat me, right? Hopefully, maybe. Yeah,
1: I don't know. Uh, well,
0: ho- I'll, uh, I'll hope for the best, and um, so uh, just Kyle Tarask. All that aside, um, what are some of the abilities that Kyle
1: is capable of alright so you know I I'm not going to claim to be a god but you know I'm up there and I was hired by the gods to create this watchdog once again they wanted to keep their hands clean so they're not going to actually create it they're going to obviously commission an artist like myself to create the Tarrasque so I did and um I'm trying to make this thing as godly as possible, let's be honest. So, we got scales, like I mentioned before. Okay, I said if you're not attacking it with some magic, it's not going to do anything. But even if you're attacking it with some magic, it's going to basically reflect anything you send at it. Let's say you attack it with a ranged spell. 5 out of 6% of the time, (laughs) you just miss. And 1 out of 6% of the time... You miss, and it deflects back at you.
0: So six out of six of the percent of the time, your spell's not going to do shit.
1: Right, which is one, which is all the time. So don't cast spells at it. For those following at home, that's all the time. Yeah, don't cast spells at this thing. Well, you can cast spells. Just never, ever make a ranged attack. Ever.
0: Don't target it. Like target like it. one on, like one on one targeted target. yeah, <laughs> maybe cones? Do cones do anything?
1: Cones are all right. AOE <laughs> is your friend. Fireball like AOE fireball yeah. Good? Fireball fireball is a really I would say fireball is a super good place to start. Except I oh thought God. Of that. so. Like it's one hundred percent it's one hundred percent immune to all fire damage.
0: Oof, so
1: not fireball, maybe like ice ball? Ice ball would work. Ice ball would work, but avoid poison. Also immune to poison.
0: Oof. Don't do poison, acid? Acid sounds close to poison.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Acid's good. Yeah, yeah. Acid's good as long as you're trying to do no damage because that's immune as well.
0: What? Okay, so for the listeners at home, if, like, say a Tarasque just popped up in their backyard, and they needed to kill it ASAP, what are the ones that you don't want to cast at it? Uh, Obviously not
1: fire, not acid. So you're just in the backyard, you're, like, planting turnips or whatever, because it's almost Saturday and Sahara's going to show up soon. So you're, like, getting everything ready, and then a Tarasque appears. It's four times bigger than your house it's going to destroy everything you work really hard on this island what are you going to do well don't cast fire because it will do nothing don't don't try to poison it because it will do nothing acid will do nothing so your best chance is probably to run for like any sort of weapon you can find a sword or a bat or you know a dagger None of that will do anything, though. Because mm. if it's non-magical, you're, you're fucked. Let's be honest. <sighs> so, yeah. Um, but on the off chance that you're a very powerful wizard or something, mm-hmm. you might be able to escape. Yeah. Not defeat it. Let's just say escape just is... Just run a away. Yeah. Escape is a victory. Yeah. You live. You get to experience life after this moment so that's a victory you can attempt to attack it but every single attack you do needs to be non it needs to be magical or else you're going to do nothing because the gods are very very particular about this they were like look we don't want any level one bitches coming in here and like even touching this thing we need to make sure that this thing is prime ready to go so if this is the material representative of the gods, it needs to be pretty godlike. So, you know, that's what we did. I didn't tell you this before. But I got like fourteen people on staff. We all worked really hard on this. Okay, okay.
0: I thought you were like the solo.
1: Yeah, the writer, solo. Those fifteen creator, but they're like the help. You like commission them? Yeah, I mean, I work for the gods, so arrogance yeah. is a thing. Yeah.
0: Okay. Okay, so with this thing being so just godly and unkillable like
1: <laughs> how does it get around? Kind of a mystery. People actually like I said before, people base their entire religions off of this thing. I mean, it's like they've heard stories of it and it's destruction. But it you know, it doesn't come around but every couple you know five ten generations so it's almost like a legend but then of course it does appear and it destroys everything because no one believed it but it's just so immense that it's as if it appeared from the very ground itself and as we mentioned before I mean it does slumber in the very core of Torrel. so when it awakens it can basically choose anywhere to burrow out of
0: so it like burrows around
1: it does when it moves, but it sleeps for you know a hundred, two hundred years at a time. It feeds for a few weeks and then disappears. Um very much the inspiration for Jeepers Creepers.
0: I mean I had I had on here on my just my list of notes going down was how many thrasks there are sneaking about, uh, but it sounds like only one.
1: Well yeah you know there's only per one per planet or per plane it's hard to tell cuz like i said before the the very core of a star which becomes eventually a solar system which births in itself a you know a dozen planets or so is often called a tarrasque because of its immense power so in many legends and many religious beliefs it, it is a tarrasque itself that forms the solar system so Many believe there is only one while others believe they don't exist at all. Some may believe that there are hundreds or thousands, but all should believe that if they met one, it is surely enough to end their existence and everything they love and know. and it's
0: not good. So when it's not just absolutely wrecking shit, like what's it what's it doing? what's it What's it doing when it's not eating whole cities?
1: Yeah, you know, it's having a sleep. It's having a good old nap. Just a I'm going to be honest here. I think you, of all people, might appreciate that.
0: I love a good nap.
1: It's ready to eat, ready to sleep, cause some destruction, and then just return to its you know 10,000 degree burrow. That might be an understatement. It's probably hotter than that.
0: This is becoming my favorite creature in D&D. Is it? Honest. Have you fought yeah. it? Because I've never
1: fought one. I Get five of your best friends. Choose five people that know the best, the most about Dungeons & Dragons. All of you make a level 20 character. Let's see if you can defeat the Tarrasque. Let's stream it, because I bet you lose. Oh, no, I hope not. Six of you. I challenge six level 20 characters. Oh, I maybe get that rounded up.
0: Um, Just for a fun a a funsy thrown in there what's a uh, secret talent that the that the uh, Tarask
1: has that not many people know about?
0: Baton twirling
1: I didn't want to say this before but I guess since you asked it's only fair let's say you actually pulled something off you hit it you rolled a natural 20 You somehow broke its level 25 armor class. You hit. Its minimum is plus 10. You some- It somehow didn't make the save. Let's just say you pulled something off. Well, you're going to have to do that like at least three times because it can just choose to succeed. Yeah. Three times per day. Oh, layer action. What's its layer? The material plane. Oh, jeez. This thing sounds like a jerk. I think that word came after the existence <laughs> of the Trask. <tarrasque. laughs>
0: Serious time. What is the Trask favorite food? People. People?
1: Any people? Yeah. Not biased. Just if you're flesh meat, it tastes good.
0: Alright, well Jeremy, I need you to think long and hard about this next question. Are you ready? Are you ready? I am, are you?
1: As long as you are.
0: Who would win in a fight? A tarasque or a bear?
1: A Tarask. Two bears. A Tarask. The Hawk. The Hulk?
0: The hawk from the Avengers. A tarasque. Two hawks.
1: Probably still the Tarrasque. Tiamat. As far as I know, a tarasque.
0: The Demogorgon.
1: It's getting close, but still the Tarrasque.
0: The Demogorgon from Stranger Things. Definitely
1: things
0: Okay, well, dang it, Jeremy. You outsmarted me on this round of who would win. Um... Well, Jeremy, while, while we've got you, how do you... How do you kill a
1: It's It's a very good question. The way you kill a is by somehow dealing 676 damage to a creature with an AC of 25, immunity to all fire, immunity to all poison, immunity to all acid, Acid, Immunity <laughs> to all bludgeoning, piercing, slashing damage from any non-magical attack. Immunity to being charmed, frightened, paralyzed, or poisoned. If you can get past those things and deal 676 damage, then, then you can destroy the Tarrasque. However, there's one final stipulation. Mm-hmm. Once the Tarrasque has been reduced to zero HP it falls unconscious into a deep slumber and the only way to truly destroy this creature is by casting the wish spell and wishing it not to be destroyed but to another plane because there is no way to truly destroy it you can only send your problem somewhere else
0: if you don't have a wizard or a sorcerer or maybe a warlock I don't know if warlocks ever get wished or not you're just shit out of luck
1: I think it's going to take more than one I mean this thing has destroyed generations of people (sighs) so
0: these things sound like jerks so if Somehow, some way, an adventuring party of level thirties or whatever, where they were to kill and truly kill a terrasque. Say they started with pickaxes and started harvesting into the carapace <laughs> of a terrasque. What Good would luck. they find? What would they find inside? Nothing,
1: because you can't even harm <laughs> it. Let's say, let's break the rules of nature. Break,
0: Jeremy, break all the rules of nature and just say somebody ripped apart the carapace of a tarasque. What would
1: they find inside? I think if someone managed to slay a tarasque, that that would be something that entire empires are built upon. The skeleton from this creature would produce minerals stronger than any mineral that's ever been found on the planet of Tyrrell. The magic energy that would be radiating from its corpse would last thousands of years. It would be so powerful, it would probably be dangerous to approach. This thing is the destroyer of worlds. It is the god's watchdog of the, mort- of the material and the mortal plane. If you were to somehow kill this thing... You yourself would probably attain godhood. Maybe demigodhood, but probably, certainly on the path towards godhood itself. But this thing, the resources its corpse would produce, would create the strongest empire on the entire planet. The, the thing that its skin is made of, the thing that its bones are made of, its teeth are made of, are stronger than any material that could exist anywhere on this plane. You would literally need to travel to another plane to even find something that's close to equivalent. I mean, if something, if it wouldn't be someone that destroyed this thing, it would be armies, it would be entire coalitions of multiple countries, of multiple empires to destroy this godlike destruction, destructive force, then then you could use its corpse to maybe move forward. But this is all wishful thinking, because if you see a Tarask, it will be the last thing you see.
0: It's a jammy. Jammy. Is the Tarrasque just a hoax? Is it really just a really big dog?
1: It's not a dog. And it's also not a hoax. It's slumbering. It's, real. it's the real deal. It's slumbering. It's waiting. But one day it'll wake up. Not because it's mad. Not because humanity or life did something wrong. Not for some sort of retribution, but because it's time for its nap to be over. And it's hungry. And without bias, without prejudice, it will devour everything in its sight. And then it will go to sleep again and generations will pass. The world will grow and it will once again rise to destroy.
0: If an adventuring party was tasked with stopping the next iteration of the Trask arrival and to kill Truly kill and summon a Trask. What would your advice be to that adventuring party?
1: Run. Just run away.
0: I'm saying if they are faced with the certain apocalypse of the Trask, say the Trask is slumbering in a vast desert desolate, no cities or towns abound. And they are tasked with killing and stopping a trask in the vast desert before the Tarrasque is able to approach a town or a city or a nation and to stomp it out. If they truly needed to stop that Tarrasque before it advanced on their nation what would your advice be
1: truly you would require the most impressive military that the forgotten realms have ever seen because unless you were armed with such a force at that very specific moment the best thing you could do is make peace with your gods and hope for a pleasant afterlife
0: Well, Jeremy, it sounds like the Trask is a big ol' asshole. And he <laughs> should just fucking, If it wakes up in your lifetime, just jessin' off into a different plane of existence or a different world. Eberron?
1: Actually, I didn't think of that a moment ago, that is your best <laughs> chance at survival. It, it's one weakness is that it is bound to the prime material plane mm. so if you can escape as I alluded to in the beginning of this interview escape is your truly your only option if you can somehow teleport to another plane you might be able to forget this thing long enough to live a life and eventually pass away
0: what if you're able to get, to, get this thing to
1: a different plane it's impossible that's not how I designed this creature and if you do so time itself will be unwind so
0: don't definitely don't send this creature to a different plane or timeline
1: because it will fuck up the universe well I mean Mordecanon didn't go mad for no reason he went mad because he tried things that cannot be tried things that are impossible things with consequences when you fail and failing to take on the Tarrasque is certainly going to bring on the most severe of consequences
0: and we're gonna end this episode of lore porn on a very sour note that if you're faced with fighting down a Tarrasque oh, whether your DM is just an absolute asshole or whatever circumstances arise that make you have to make the choice of whether you're gonna flee or fight then the answer is simple flee as far as you can to another world if, if, if possible or just one nation over as the Tarask will hopefully feed on the other previous nation and become uh, satiated and slumber for a couple thousand years before attacking your nation. And with all that, the creator, the one and only Jeremy Fair. Thank you so much for joining us, Jeremy. Thank you so much for Illuminating us on how shitty these Tarask are and how much of assholes they are. Jeremy, where can people find you at when you're not making up these unkillable monstrosities?
1: When I am not creating these unkillable monstrosities from beyond, I am interviewing a whole bunch of very interesting creators, DMs, authors, um, a whole bunch of people that are interested in tabletop role-playing games on the podcast Dice Talk along with my co-host Jerundu. Um, Dice Talk is a conversational interview-style podcast where we interview content creators and we talk about different tabletop topics um, and that releases bi-weekly. You can also find me playing Shadow on... Roll for Weird, which is a Monster of the Week actual play podcast on the Majestic Goose network. You can also find me playing a character named Octavius on Forged Ambition, which can be found on the Twitch channel of Hollow Invective. Um, And very soon you can find me DMing Eclipse, which is Dungeons and Dragons in space. And that will be releasing also on the Majestic Goose podcast network.
0: Yeah, I believe that by the time this episode goes out publicly at least Eclipse should be out
1: okay well Eclipse is everything you can expect from Dungeons and Dragons but it is not just Dungeons and Dragons because it is fantasy and sci-fi combined I like to describe it as a fantasy sci-fi thriller because we are going to touch with epic themes as well as horror themes Um, but all the themes are going to explore complex ideas and take you beyond just the material plane because we're going to be exploring the entire universe. So, um, if you like that kind of thing, check out Eclipse.
0: Yes, and, uh, obviously this show is going to go live on Patreon for the Majesticus Network Patreon uh, first and foremost, but by the time it goes on all the live public feeds, uh, Eclipse should be out uh, publicly, so... Um, I am also playing a cool-ass Illithid uh, Mind Flayer on Eclipse, and I'm a medic, and I want to distance myself as far as I can from other Illithid and Elder Brains in uh, the universe of the Eclipse, and we are all a member—well, not Jeremy, because he's like the DM— But me and the other players are all members of the Gary, the Galactic Arcane Research Yacht. I believe that is the right (laughs) acronym. Um, We haven't, as of this recording, recorded an episode yet. We've recorded, or we have had a session zero. But I can say that I am very, very, very excited for that. So go check that out right now. And, uh, Jeremy, thank you so much for shining light on the Tarrasque and how shitty they are and how they should have never been created before because they are assholes.
1: Hey, I was commissioned.
0: You were commissioned to create an all-world-destroying being, so can't fault you too much on that, but I can fault you on making them just such terrible assholes.
1: Well, you can't spell Tarrasque without ass
0: fuck you're right actually I think there's only one S in there so maybe you can uh, so uh, thank you so much and uh, we will see you all in <sighs> this is probably going to be the last Patreon exclusive episode of Lauren Nor or Lauren poor maybe maybe not we will see but um, we'll probably see you all in two weeks bye everybody have fun drink up Drink up, Jeremy.
1: Yeah, I got, speaking of sour notes, I ran out of IPA and I'm now on the raspberry sour, so I need everyone's (laughs)
0: condolences. (laughs) Bye, buddy. Good luck tomorrow, Jeremy. A Majestic Goose Podcast.
1: A Majestic Goose Podcast.